Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. What do my patients want. And after I'd seen 2000 of them, I started to hear the same things. And it was, I want to feel lighter and energized. Mm. And then I just don't feel like myself. I'm Mm. not as happy as I used to be. And these are women that are successful. They have so much going for them. And they almost, they'd say it to me in a whisper, like I've achieved every goal I've set for myself. Like what is wrong with me? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have Dr. Jordan Wiggins back on the podcast. She is a naturopathic doctor. She is also a pleasure and intimacy coach. We partnered with Dr. Jordan Wiggins for Glossy, And let me tell you, 
I have loved working with this woman. She's incredible. She's the author of The Pink Canary, and she helps ambitious superwomen break free from the cycle of burnout. For more energy, joy, and connection, can I get an amen? Because we all need this. And I'm so excited to have her back on. If you haven't heard our episode on how to glow from the inside out, it's linked in the show notes. We break down all of the ingredients in our daily beauty supplement, Glossy, and why we chose them and how you're going to feel light and glowing in your own skin. I'm telling you, if you have not listened, go and check that out because you're immediately going to want to consume this product so that you can glow as well. It has changed my entire life. And in this episode, we talk about how to go back after big goals as an ambitious person without getting burnt out. Is this possible? We're going to find out. Jordan has such great, easy things that we can implement and practice to reduce anxiety, have more fun and joy and pleasure in our life. And she's going to talk about how those things really impact our ability to go after big dreams. And let me tell you what I learned about the pleasure center in your brain and how you can actually start to turn it off. Scary stuff. But also we give you the answers on how to make sure that you don't do that in this podcast. So let's get started. Dr. Jordan Wiggins, thank you so much for coming on the Earn Your Happy podcast again. This is your Love round it. two. Anytime. This is so much fun. And you guys, for all of you listening, um, you were on another podcast where we were talking all about the creation of Glossy and the ingredients and just also all of the different benefits of the ingredients. That was it's such a, a fun, educational podcast. I actually had a blast learning even more about all of the benefits and also just getting to hear your genius. I like nerding out a little bit and like dusting the cobwebs off the stuff that I learned in med school. <laughs> yes. I, I love the fact that you love nerding out because I love hearing it. I don't really want to study it. So, <laughs> so I'm so grateful for that. So let's introduce you to everyone because you are a naturopathic doctor, but you also have so many other things that you are passionate about in your life. But first to anybody listening, can you share how that became your path, what got you into that? I had women's health issues of my own, mental health, hormone, which was not diagnosed as a hormone problem at the time. I had acne, I had cyclical mood swings. And as a part of fixing that, I was offered birth control which if you listen to part one, you know, that didn't go so well. <laughs> I was put on several different brands and basically had my period nonstop for a year. Anyways, throughout that whole journey, I was seeing several specialists without answers mm. on my health journey, which led me to naturopathic medicine. And I was learning about cellular health and how what we eat is going to impact how our cells divide. And if we're connecting with other humans, then that's going to also like there's so much and we're going to get into it today. I needed an answer. I needed a different system of healthcare for me mm -hmm. because I felt alone. I felt broken and I didn't feel as good as I knew that I could feel. Mm. So I went on the journey for me. And then along the way, I started to realize, oh my goodness, this is massive. I am actually not alone, even though I was sort of 
hiding in shame and going to like the library at the time like back in the day I'm aging myself like like actually going to look up research articles in the beginning um in my pre-med degree so like researching by myself like what's wrong with me why Mm. am I so broken but then it turns out I'm not alone that like one in four women is on an antidepressant and again absolutely no shame in it but women are two times more likely to be prescribed an antidepressant than men Mm. so you know what is that are we two times more depressed Mm. or is there more to it is healthcare missing something Mm. so that's when i started to really realize like wow i'm not alone this is affecting millions of women globally and I need to do something about it so that no other woman feels like I felt lost mm. without answers. I love that we're having this conversation now as well in the new year, 2024. This is all about everybody wants to get to their goals. They want to get to their health goals, but they're so layered. <laughs> and a lot of people are sitting here thinking, maybe I'm not the person who can do it. Maybe is this is my personality. Maybe I don't, I'm not a happy person. I don't feel good. All these things that I've questioned myself. That we just accept that we as just the accept. status quo. And it is so sad. It's like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. we can do some, personality. We can do yeah. some good, simple, basics, good habits. And like, if you're desiring it, you can feel well every day. And that I just felt like healthcare is failing women mm. and we need a different approach so that we're not just accepting feeling poorly. And it's, you know, your periods shouldn't be painful. Mm. There's other options to, I love it when my endometriosis clients or they they say, you know, oh, my period snuck up on me this month. Like I didn't even know it was happening because their hormones are balanced. They have energy. They feel great. So, but when you're constantly told by doctor after doctor, take your pain medication mm-hmm. or like they, they just, they don't have answers. People just accept, oh, I'm going to feel this way forever. It's more trying to mask it than yeah. ever getting to the root right. cause of it. So it's like, this is just who you are and you don't have to accept that. I'm I'm not grateful that you went through it, but man, the coolest thing about when women go through something is that when they fix it for themselves, they also want to help other people fix it. So we're so grateful that you did that. So we're going to talk about all of those things. And at the same time, we know the things that we should be doing when we think about setting our health goals or we should be sleeping, we should be eating all these things because it's the new year and we're all like, how do we get back to feeling really good? And we want it to stick, but sometimes we like go way too extreme. Mm. Uh, that mm-hmm. has been me in the past. Yes. Like, okay, it's the also new year. I'm going to do all of the things. And then by week two, I'm like totally not doing any of them. Yes. So we know all of the basics that we should be doing, but what are some of the things that really impacted your journey the most that were surprising for you? I cannot say this enough because I'm guilty of it. My Everyone that I work with is high achieving, also guilty. They want to do everything, but what is going to change and impact our health in a lasting way is healthy habits and if we stack them. So mm. for example, we talked about coffee. I love coffee. Same. We just had a coffee break. <laughs> yes. So if you're a busy, successful entrepreneur, you're on the go all the time, maybe you're not sleeping so great. Mm. If you're not sleeping so great, you're tired and then 
you're reaching for more coffee, you're reaching for more sugar to kind of keep you at that level to Mm -hmm. get going through the day. So we see these like compounding problems and great way to intervene is hydrate first thing in the morning. Have your coffee one to two hours after you wake up. And that's going to have a benefit to your circadian rhythm, to your adrenals and your stress response and something like that. So we're picking hydrating mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. Hydrate with Glossy first thing in the <laughs> Let's morning. Let's use that. That was the easiest But we're point. moving our coffee to a little bit later mm-hmm. when it's going to have less of an impact. So, but just by making one healthy choice, one healthy habit, then we're going to be hydrated. We're going to be pooping more, which we'll talk about digestion in a minute. But one seemingly small habit that is something that you can stick to, we're pushing our coffee off. We're going to have better sleep. We're going to have better digestion. Um, We're going to have more energy throughout the day. So it can have a multifactorial impact just by doing something so simple. So let's say I'm asking for a friend. We can't wait the two hours. <laughs> what if we, if we wake up and we just decide to hydrate, like really, what is that? We want like 16 ounces, 24 ounces. What does that look like? Because a lot of times we're, I know that even just waking up and pre glossy I would drink a bunch of lemon water and then drink my coffee. Are we still at least getting some benefits? Yes, there? that would that would be definitely recommended. And I would try push your coffee by 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And yeah. that shows the amount of adrenal dysregulation that you have mm. if it is like you can't go without it <laughs> for your friend. I'll tell my friend yeah, that tell she friend. should really watch it. <laughs> okay, let's get into so hydration as a basis. This conversation in general, every single year, if I feel off track and not even every single year, like all all of the time in my life, when I feel off track, I go back to the basic habit of hydration because I know that it's one of the biggest things that affects my mood and my energy. Can you talk a little bit about that? What other effects hydration has on you? I guess we'll get into digestion. Hydration helps your metabolism, Mm. which people don't often know there's it's called okay that's motivation yeah thermoneogenesis mm-hmm. i know it's i go for the catchy ones you even do. though it has it's some good. really good People health like, benefits water, water, like water water did you say did you say but metabolism yeah, yeah. also my metabolism so we need water for like every single cellular process and they will happen faster if you are mm. hydrated and the thing about hydration that i didn't realize and I don't think many people realize is that by the time we're actually thirsty, we're already dehydrated. So Mm. by the time our brain's getting that signal to drink, and let's face it, most of us are probably too busy to pay attention to it anyway. Like the fact that we have to hit home hydration, hydration, hydration just speaks to, you know, the lifestyle that a lot of us lead. So earlier you were speaking about poop. It's like, it's what I talk about, a pleasure and poop. Exactly. Well, when you poop, that is going to bring a lot of pleasure in your life because you're not going to walk around feeling bloated all day. And this is a really big topic because so many women say, I, I feel bloated. I want to feel lighter. Well, it's probably because you're not digesting well and you're walking around with all of that extra stuff in you that <laughs> you really don't need to. So let's talk about digestion. 
Yeah, we're going to go back to the car analogy. If you caught it on part one, amazing. If not, go back and listen to the other episode. Digestion is something that is so overlooked as a foundational piece to our health. So Mm -hmm. we would not expect our cars to run if we were putting sludge in the gas tank. So what we're putting in matters. Mm -hmm. The quality of the gas matters. And also, once we're eating our food, how is it being broken down? If we are stressed out, which most of us are, in Mm -hmm. overwhelm or sympathetic nervous system dysfunction, we do not break our food down properly. So even if quality nutrients are going in, they might not be broken down and getting to where they need to go Mm. for proper hormone production, for our mood, for our skin to look great. So just being stressed. Yes. And then when we're stressed and we're not breaking things down properly, our gastric motility is slower. So we're more bloated. Things hang around longer in our digestive system. So they ferment and when things ferment, they create gas. Mm. So just all these things that we don't love about digestion, and I'll hear it all the time, like my stomach's flatter in the morning, and then my pants are tight by the end of the day. So we have Mm. some digestive issues going on, but I like to think about it pretty systematically, like what's going in. Obviously, Mm. we all know eat better, eat anti-inflammatory. Like we know these things. We know what we should be doing. Right. But that's like a piece to the puzzle. And I think it's almost demotivating when you're eating healthy and you're not seeing results or you're eating healthy and you're still bloated. So then it becomes the quality of what's going in. And then is it being broken down properly? And then is it being absorbed? Mm -hmm. So Digestion in and of itself is a huge topic, but it is the foundation for being healthy, in Mm. my opinion, because we need those building blocks to make hormones to do every cellular process. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share with you that this podcast, Earn Your Happy, is now a part of the Growth Day Podcast Network. Truly, this is like one of the most exciting things that has ever happened to me. I'm telling you, I no longer feel like I'm doing this alone. And I actually get to collaborate with the people who host the podcast that I'm obsessed with, like that I have been listening to myself, who inspired me to start a podcast, who have taught me about how to go and do the thing. Like the original people who got me motivated through listening to their podcasts. You guys, a bunch of us are coming together to bring more more growth to the world and to support shows and brands that we believe in. And one of my friends are also on this network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to their show. You guys, I just had Danielle Canty on of the Boss Babe podcast. She co-hosts it with her other amazing co-host and one of my friends, Natalie Ellis. You guys, you can go check out that podcast on mine. It's episode 925 and Danielle and I talk all about burnout and how that could be showing 
up in your life and most importantly, how to prevent it. But I want to tell you, if you have not gone and checked out the Boss Babe podcast yet, go subscribe because it is one of the largest online communities for ambitious women and female entrepreneurs. And I know that if you're listening to the show, chances are that's probably you. You guys, they have 3.6 million followers and 380,000 subscribers. The Boss Babe podcast is the place where they share real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. Most of all, you guys, truly, these women are in my life. Danielle and Natalie are people that I text on a weekly, monthly basis when I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel stuck. What should I do? I tune into their podcast, you guys, to learn. Even though they're my friends, I am still like crazy obsessed with this podcast because I learn something new every single time I listen. It makes me be a better podcaster. It makes me be a better businesswoman. It just makes me be better and more confident out in the world because they're so real and raw. And I can tell you that in the moments where I have had horrible days, down days, I've either gone and listened to this podcast or I've texted them because these are the people who truly get it. You want to listen to the people who are walking in the same footsteps that you are. You guys go check out the boss babe podcast you're not going to be sorry and it's just gonna like make you way smarter and you're gonna have way more fun so go check it out so we're going to talk about the not being stressed part what you can do we're not just going to leave you there because i know that you have a whole other portion of what you love to work with with women and really pleasure and making sure that they bring that into their lives which is the opposite of stress <laughs> but on the digestion note because also, you know, you've come in to work with us in the Glossy team as well and really talk about um, digestion and the benefits of the probiotics in there and all of all of the ingredients. Can we talk a little bit just on what a good probiotic does for you? Yes. Yeah, so we have a hundred trillion types of bacteria in our gut. And they actually they just keep finding more. So this is mm. an expanding area of research. But that is where everything is happening because what's in our digestive system is still technically in our external environment. Our mm. digestive system is like a pipe from our mouth to our bums. <laughs> and <laughs> when our microbiome is healthy and functioning properly, so stress can cause dysbiosis. Certain medications like antibiotics can disrupt this. There's just so many things throughout life that can affect it. Then that absorption isn't happening properly. And we'd be excreting nutrients that should be absorbed or mm. things that should be excreted are getting absorbed. And it makes us inflamed. It makes us feel sluggish. It makes us feel bloated. It can affect our skin through the gut skin access. There's just like, we could talk for hours just on <laughs> digestion and its, and its impacts. So there's so much conflicting health information out there because it's, uh, everybody wants to like have these few goals to focus on. And that's why I want you guys to really take something from this podcast, but take just one to three things. So we have Hydration. hydration. We have digestion. And for healthy digestion, I would like everyone to focus on you need to be pooping once a day. You should not be bloated. And things that you can do to help that, staying hydrated, which was tip number one, 
taken a probiotic. And when we're looking at diet, even small changes can make a massive difference. So eating whole foods, looking at what are you doing on repeat that's really sugary. We Mm. should try and cut those out, read the labels, and trying to get your fruit and veggies in lean proteins because then we are going to eliminate and not feel bloated, not have all those negative things that I just talked about happen. So simple tweaks, but if we're committing to them over time, will have massive impact. Mm, Okay. So third one, let's talk about mitigating stress. And I think instead of focusing on how to get rid of stress, if we focus on what you love to teach about, which is more pleasure, that is a great way to also make sure that we are digesting and staying out of stress because we know that stress actually causes so many problems, so many more than than you even chatted about. But why are you so passionate about this topic for women? I noticed, like we were talking about, mm-hmm. like what do my patients want? And after I'd seen 2,000 of them, I started to hear the same things. And it was like, I want to feel lighter and energized. Mm. And then there was this sense of, I'm just don't feel like myself. I'm Mm. not as happy as I used to be. And that's what kept getting repeated over and over. And these are women that are successful. They have so much going for them. And they almost, they'd say it to me in a whisper, like, I've got so much and like, They feel ashamed. Yes. There's so much shame with saying like, why do I not feel this way anymore? Right. Like Mm -hmm. I've achieved every goal I've set for myself. Like what is wrong with me Mm -hmm. would kind of be what they were saying. So what I noticed the problem was, uh, it was anhedonia. So the inability to feel pleasure or Mm. when things that used to make you happy, don't really make you happy anymore. And this was something that probably 95% of my patients were coming to me and saying, and obviously they didn't have that language. They didn't know, which is why I wrote my book because we all just think we're broken. Right. We're the problem. Like I've got everything that around me that I should be happy. Why am I not happy? This is a huge topic. Or maybe it's my hormones. Mm -hmm. And I started doing everything in my arsenal to fix it. Like, We were doing the functional medicine, testing, prescribing hormones if they needed them, fixing the diet, taking the supplements. Like their blood work was looking amazing and they were losing weight and digesting properly and sleeping and they had more energy and they were saying, I still don't feel joy. I still don't feel pleasure. I'm not happy. And that was also reflected in me. So it's sort of like I go on this journey first. I'm My goal in life was to run a women's health clinic and help women. And I was doing that and I was crushing it and I wasn't happy. So I found out through research and myself that when we are stressed, in sympathetic overwhelm, we are doing, we're achieving. The pleasure centers in our brain are actually turned off. Mm. And they've done MRIs 
on people's brains and they notice that the activity isn't there. But when we're relaxed, then we are more able to feel pleasure and joy. And it's even as simple as, you know, touch isn't pleasurable. So people say like, I just, I want my kids off me. I want my partner, like he'll come to touch me. And it's just like, because we're in a stress response, which is great for business. It's great for achieving. But as far as actually being able to enjoy and receive and like truly be present and connected and happy, the two it's like if one's they on, the other's together. off. So, and I started to like, okay, so an antidepressant isn't fixing this problem. Mm-hmm. The natural, like Chinese medicine herbs, botanicals, things weren't fixing it. So I came to this point about five, six years into my career, like, holy shit, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do for me. And I don't know what to do for the 2000 women that I treat, Mm. which now fast forward another four years, um, I've learned that like pleasure is the answer and Mm. prioritizing pleasure is the answer. And I'll break that down into some more tangible things that we can do. But the problem is, is that it's the last thing that we want to do. Because those pleasure centers in our brain are off. We're focused on crossing off the next item on our to-do list, the next goal that we want to achieve. So making pleasure a part of your daily routine. So let's talk about some tangible pleasure tips. And people are going to hate that I say this, but slow down and Mm. soften. And they sound, again, simple. But simple means that you have no excuse not to implement them. And mm-hmm. you'll notice how hard it actually is to do. Totally. Because it has to be intentional. We have to make this habit until the pleasure centers in our brain are turned on. And then we're going to feel amazing. It's like when you're out of the habit of working out and then you get back into it, it's like finding the time. It feels like a slog. But then once you're actually doing it and it's part of your routine it feels amazing and it Mm. sucks to not so pleasure is sort of the same way you can think of it like that so slow down do something intentional Mm. that is going to turn your senses on drop you in your body i'll give you some examples so we're showering and how many times are we showering and we're thinking about the emails that we have to send and Every wh- like what we're <laughs> doing that day. We're not ever present in that moment. So smell your shampoo, feel how your fingers feel in mm. your hair when you're washing it, get present in your body. That's turning your pleasure centers back on. That's taking us from the stress and overwhelm into the like rest regulated Mm. nervous system state and ideally you're going to be doing that i call them pleasure anchors like at points throughout your day so we're constantly telling our nervous systems like it's okay we're safe i I love having anchors and triggers like that like you're just even making me really think you can take that in so many things like actually taste your coffee like actually feel the cup actually feel the warmth of your cup tea coffee is something that i do all the time Mm. Uh, like and when you make a tea like watch the color i one of my favorite teas is 
pink, like it's hibiscus. Mm-hmm. So I'm like feeling the warmth. I'm looking at the steam. I'm seeing the water change mm-hmm. color. And how many times do we eat and we don't even taste what totally. we're eating? So it sounds simple, but anything that we can do to like your anything we can see that we can smell that we can touch in the is really going to anchor us and if there are things like my hibiscus tea that's pink it makes me feel good mm-hmm. it brings me pleasure so little things and i could have a day that's going completely sideways i'm not getting done what i need to get done there's people not doing what they should be doing mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever things could be going wrong but i have my tea I have my shower or I'm taking time to put lotion on after I shower and feeling, being intentional about it. So anything that we can do slower is going to help turn on the pleasure centers in our brain. And it's not that hard to do because we're doing these things anyway. We just want to add pleasure to them. And the other thing soften so when we are stressed and even like right now this is good stress i love doing this i love talking about this stuff but still i'm like i'm a little you're in a state right now yeah yeah and that's the opposite of pleasure so softening like softening our now i realize like how tense i actually am i was just clenching my (laughs) jaw (laughs) so softening softening you know where do you feel tension in your body right now like my shoulders are up around my ears so if I soften them I can feel them melt and I can it feels good Mm. when we hug when we kiss when like we're tense we're in a tense state and that decreases sensation so hug somebody hug somebody for 10 20 seconds and actually soften and then our feel-good neurochemicals are going to go crazy and it's just going to feel awesome. Like, same thing with kissing. Like, we just do it unintentionally. We're just, like, mm. pecking and moving on. Like, we're not actually <laughs> present. And the when, old peck and move. Yeah. <laughs> and when you soften, soften your lips, it increases sensation. Same, like, for touch to be pleasurable. So, and we're just, we get so disconnected. And even when we are connecting, we're connecting in a state where our pleasure centers are off. And then we wonder like, wow, why am I not happy? When did that happen in life that you become so unintentional and not in your body whatsoever? I know. Like it all becomes mechanical, well, even the things that you used to love. And I'm guilty of it because mm-hmm. yoga used to be amazing. And when I started doing it, but then it becomes routine and then you get there in a rush and you're slamming your mat down and you're doing it and as you're doing it you're you know trying to be present as part of the practice but you're thinking oh right I need to do this when I get home like we're not slowing down we're not softening we're not allowing it to feel good I think we're really disassociated from pleasure and feeling good even as a society like two conversations I had yesterday clients had massive awards but like two different women on the same call massive massive awards in their career and they're like like it didn't even really feel good Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. I've definitely been guilty of that okay I love first of all we're gonna go even deeper on another podcast and also if people 
want to learn more about this, you wrote an entire book, Pleasure Principles. But what I love about today is sometimes I feel like the the New Year's topic can be so overwhelming. And I think it's really getting back to like a few things, one to three of these. I don't care if you pick one of them and if the if really seeking more pleasure in your life, whether that's with just being intentional or trying to learn to be present, I don't know, play pickleball, go do something that you actually enjoy because that's what I've learned has made me a magnet in my life for everything good is just it feels counterintuitive. But the more joy I bring into my life, the more things come to me, like easily without work, working as much for them. So that's huge. And we talked about just hydration, digestion, and pleasure. That feels like something I could do more of this year. So I'm so grateful for you. Where can we get your book? Where can we follow you, all your so podcasting, everything? My podcast, The Pleasure Principles podcast on all platforms. I am most active on Instagram, at Dr. Jordan Wiggins and my book is The Pink Canary. I love it and it's a good it's a good Instagram y'all. It's a spicy Instagram <laughs> that also just reminds you of all the things that you need in your life. So <laughs> that could be your pleasure hit yeah, for the that'll day. Yeah, your pleasure <laughs> hit today. Go to her spicy Instagram. <laughs> okay, we're so grateful for you and you guys until next time earn your happy. Bye everyone. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. 
they capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently, and most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.